We're live. I know. Hey. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the Markout Movie Podcasters. And today we are going to be discussing Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, this is the first film post-Avengers Endgame. Uh, and I can't wait to get into it. But as we do every week before we get into the main discussion... Uh, I'd like to ask Brandon what it is that he has watched this week. Uh, I I rewatched Elvis yesterday. I still feel it's a very energetic, beautiful tragedy. But uh, that's the only thing new, I think. No, no. I finally did. uh, Oh, what's that movie called on Disney? Loki? Not Loki. Loka? Is that it? Luca? Luca. Okay, I finally yeah, did that. I finally saw that. I thought that was really good. Film. Some people were complaining that it was like a male's version of Little Mermaid, but I didn't feel that way. Um, Buford's back with us today. Oh, is he? Hey, Bilfer, what about... Right. Buford, Bilfer. Bilfer, you don't know how this... Uh, yeah, you can read. You can read well. Hi, right. but Brandon. it's not his name. It's not his name, Aaron. How you doing, the Hobbit? <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's let me tell you what I watched. Um, I, I finished uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, which I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, it was slow at some point. Uh, they did a lot of like creative. Uh, Flexes to fix George Lucas's uh, prequels to kind of make things flow right, um, which, but nonetheless, I thought it was it was decent. It was decent. Um, I got. Um, he said, uh, "Vilfer says y'all got funny streaming schedules." Well, we try to do it on we try to do it on Fridays. Uh, but yeah, we don't have a specific time frame. Um, I get off work at four thirty, so it takes me. I try to get on as, long, as soon as we get in. Uh, as soon as I get off work, just try to get on. I need to actually say, "Hey, this is the time we go live." But I don't know. I like to keep people on their toes. Um, but uh, yeah, so I watched that, and then I watched. Uh, I uh, binged. What's it called? The Last Kingdom on Netflix. About uh, Utrecht uh, Bebenbeer, as he said, Utrecht Bebenbeer is about a uh, Utrecht of Bebenbeer. It's about a uh, guy who's a who's a who's a Saxon who ended up uh, getting taken as a slave by uh, the Danes, which is Vikings, and uh, and was raised essentially as a Dane. So he's like the best of both worlds, and he's like his 
really Moses. awesome warrior, huh? He's Moses, pretty much like Moses, except for yeah. it was, he was he wasn't raised as a baby. He was just a a wee lad. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a interesting. Uh, it's an interesting little show. It's on Netflix. Uh, it wrapped up uh, this past year with the final season, uh, and they will come out with another. They're going to come out with a movie called "The Death of Seven Kings" or something like that, or Seven Kings Must Die" or something like that, which is the uh, movie uh, epilogue to the, the show. So yeah, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was a good little show. I actually had fun watching it. Um, yeah. And it got me interested in uh, Viking, Viking not, like history, which is interesting. Uh, that in itself is very interesting. And so now I'm going on to I, – so I paused. So let me say that I paused Star Trek. <laughs> because I find, I'm finding other things is just much more interesting. Uh, so uh, I am – Watching Vikings, people. I'm telling you, he's not going to finish it. I'm going to try, but uh, Vikings. I watch Vikings, and then uh, I am going. I'm. I'm also watching the Underground Railroad, which is a show adapted from a book about like the Underground Railroad from slavery to you know freedom. But it's a hard thing to watch. Um, very, it's a it's very traumatic uh, for you know people that it's like has a history of slavery. So it's a weird it's hard to watch, man. So I'm trying, but it's a hard it's a hard show to watch. Bilfer says, Your thoughts on Marvel will de- debut the first game Spider Man in the upcoming age of Spider Verse. Uh who what would that? that be? Because uh, like he said something about the first gay Spider Man. Yeah. I, um, I thought in comic books says uh there was um Miles Morales, I thought he was gay or bisexual, at least. Um, I thought he was but gay. I, so, but, uh, you know, I mean... Yeah. You know, uh, I don't... This, It's the world we live in, right? You know? It, I mean, people had an issue with it on uh, Lightyear. If, if that's what they're doing, I'm sure people are going to have an issue with it on this film. I don't think it'll change. Uh, if... <laughs> People did, in fact, have an issue with it, and not that it wasn't Tim Allen or wasn't connected to the Star, no, not Star Wars, the Toy Story franchise. Uh, I, Star Wars, huh? I got tongue-tied just like you did reading this question. <laughs> it, it makes no difference to me, personally. Uh, it's Spider-Man I'll watch, just like I watched Lightyear because it was Buzz, so I... Yeah, I'm not prejudiced I, anyone. So, yeah. I, so, my beliefs as a as a as a Christian, I would say I have, I have beliefs, but as far as like in film and you know it, it it honestly doesn't it doesn't add to nor take away from a specific character. I guess. But you know, I don't really, after you finish. Uh, yeah. No, I, I was just gonna say. Uh, yeah, I just think that um, no no hero's preferences or whatever. It just anything like that always got in the way. Like I never liked like the relationship between Superman and Lois Lane. I just I felt like you know it does <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, that's why I love uh, Invincible because it makes sense. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I just think that I don't care. Yeah, who cares? 
but people will care. I'll tell you why. I was I went and watched Elvis yesterday again, and in the previews, this new movie I think it's called Bros. If I'm not mistaken, about the you know gay relationships, and the, these women in, in the row in front of me, when it showed them kissing, they literally all four of them did it. Oh no! <laughs> it was like so people will have a problem with it. <laughs> I just thought it was Ooh. the funniest thing I've seen. And, and watching trailers, just, <laughs> they made a sound while covering their face. It was just great. I wonder. I wonder if they covered their faces when Elvis like seduced a young underage girl. Did not uh, seduce a young. It's completely. Come fun. on, we know we know Priscilla was sixteen. If 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 sixteen, at the time that they were they, they don't get don't don't come at me. Twenty one. 21. No, she was not. She was not. She was not. Priscilla was a underage girl. 21. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Okay. He wasn't He's even the, a great when she moved in, man. He was he, in Hollywood. He was. He was the. Talking to he somebody was like, that knows. He's like. He's like the. He's like the. Uh, the white version of uh, Chuck Berry, but the only difference is he got away with it and Chuck didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, nothing against his music. Nothing against his music and his con- contribution. Being uneducated right now, Aaron. I'm being uneducated. Uh huh. Brandon, he's getting heated. But I'm just saying. I'm not heated. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> so you saying Priscilla wasn't? Oh, she was in Grace when she was 16. He just wasn't there. He was in Hollywood. So you saying that he didn't? Uh, so what about him? Uh, uh, his having relations with these girls, taking their virginity, and then losing interest. Is that a real thing? They say it is. They say. I can't say. I mean, I wasn't there. But they say, yeah, they say it's a true thing. You know, uh, Chuck Chuck D once said in uh, Fight the Power, he said, uh, wait a minute, uh, have you ever heard of, it's a song by uh, Perfect Enemy? Um, but um, the song, uh, fight the power. Uh, he says lyrics. Let's go to lyrics. I don't. I don't want to misquote him. Uh, he says Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant uh, S to like S to me. You see, straight up racist. That sucker was simple and plain. And then uh, uh, Flavor Flay says, Mother F him and John Wayne. <laughs> well, your thought. I'll just, I'll just mess with you. Everybody's got their opinion. I mean, but, you know, hey, they got their opinion. Now, who said this? Who was the first one you said? Chuck D from Public Enemy. Ah. And then, uh, and then that's all part of the song Fight the Power. But yeah. I just want to see what your thoughts were. Uh, I'll, I'll be interested to hear your. Everyone's got. We, we might do a reaction video one day of you watching Fight the Power for the first time in your life, seeing <laughs> your reaction to it. It'd be hilarious. But anyway, um, all right, let's move on to uh, anything else you want to say that you watched before we. I did watch the raid in Raid Two. Uh, How was that? The raid's awesome. Ray 2, not so much for me. Uh, it was repetitive 
But you know, I guess you could say they both were, but I was more interested in the first one because of the the area it was at. You know, they these 20 elites cops get, you know, kind of in a sticky situation. And the action is phenomenal. Uh, the story's thin, but the action was phenomenal. Um, some of the way, the way they shot certain scenes was just amazing to watch. I never really seen martial arts film filmed kind of like that. But the sequel, oh. I didn't like it as much. He likes it. Of course you do. <laughs> Super says Ray 2 was better. I've never seen either film. Sorry, way too long. Um, but, so. all right. So let's go ahead and get to the meat and potatoes, if you will, in my Dusty Rhodes voice. We are talking about Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. Uh, came out 2019. Uh, following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on the new threats in the world that has changed forever. I would say Spider-Man, I, my synopsis for the movie is after the death of Tony Stark and the events of Endgame, Spider-Man struggles to accept his the mantle of uh, step filling the shoes of Iron Man in a world without him or something like that. So, Because I think that that's the main uh, theme behind the movie is how does him not even being able to process the death of Iron Man, of Tony, mm-hmm. but yet it, he's being expected to fill the void. So he's not having the time to even process what has happened. And so uh, that's what I got. That's the big theme I got from it. Uh, uh, starring Tom Holland, returning as Peter Parker, aka Spider Man. We have Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury. We have Jake Gyllenhaal's Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, the very beautiful Marissa Tomei, as May Parker. I, I have I have a thing for Marissa. I can't say. I, I understand why Happy does too. John Favreau is Happy Hogan. Zendaya is MJ, and then you have Ned Leeds, played by Jacob Battalion, and then the rest of these other folks that's in the movie. JB Smooth pops back up, which I love JB. I'm a big JB Smooth fan, so he's a, he's the one teacher that's talking about witches. I love him. He's my fa- he's one of my favorite dudes. So. He's in uh Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he like come when he came on the show, he made a show. It was already a great show, but he just steals every scene that he's in on that show. And so I just love me some JB Smooth. You love me some JB. Yeah, I do. Uh, you got the numbers? I do, I do, I do. It's got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 4 out of 5 on Common Sense, 85 like 85% like this on Google. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 95 audience score. So it's so it's it's Pretty much everybody likes this movie. But how do yeah. you learn? How do I feel about this movie? Actually, I loved it. Uh, loved it. Uh, yeah, I think that I'm not going to give it a five, obviously, but I wait to the end to give my 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 marks. Uh, but I first thing I would like to talk about is um, just the feeling of you got to think that whatever everything that. Um, Peter has dealt with that he is by far uh, 
just feeling grief and uh, and not really wanting to, not feeling that he's up to taking the role as not Iron Man, but just being the next guy to yeah. be the next uh, leader of the Avengers, so to speak. Because there's a void. You have Iron Man gone. You have Cap gone. You have Black Widow gone. You have uh, Clint's retired. Uh, Thor's off Earth. <laughs> you have Falcon and Winter, or, you know, Winter Soldier somewhere. You have uh, and you have uh, War Machine, Rhodey. I mean, you don't really have much by way of the Avengers. So mm-hmm. you have you have Spider Man, and he's wanting to be a kid, and I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Far from Home is a movie about fake news. Spider Man is the regular people, and Mysterio is fake news. Always crafting a narrative to trick Spider Man to believe lies. Well, uh, well, you know what? And I noticed that I noticed that theme as far as like, because MJ says everyone believes what's on the television or something like that, or or somebody's they're talking about fake news and media and stuff. But everybody believes what is being fed to them. It reminds me a lot of what's happening in uh, the Boys season three with uh, the Vault Network uh, and the way that they uh, spin spin news. Uh, but yeah, it's just that everybody wants to believe what is being said, and uh, and nobody wants to check. So you believe it because you see it on TV. Oh man, there's another attack in in. Uh, in London or France or wherever, you know, with France, right? Yeah, there's an attack and you see this happening and this, and you believe it because you've seen it on TV, but there's smoke and mirrors. And uh, and I want to talk, I want to ask you this question. Do you feel that Beck, that Quentin Beck is digging himself in a hole because he's wanting to be the next Iron Man, essentially. He wants everybody to believe that he's going to be the next Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But he really doesn't have what it takes if there was another threat <laughs> to come to Earth. He literally doesn't have anything that's going to be able to... He, he, nah. it's a, it, he has a dumb... He has a dumb uh, motivation is what I'm saying. In my opinion, he has a very dumb motivation. Yeah, I mean, watching this and, and seeing how it all plays out, you know, I agree with you. I don't think he has what it takes to be Iron Man or anyone, really significant uh he what he does have though is mind control you know he he does have that so i think he's a good villain for spider-man though (laughs) but as far as being a hero to anyone no i mean i don't think his mind control would work would work with a villain like a thanos or or any villain really i mean i don't know because peter's vulnerable you know, he, he's very trusting. You don't think he's very trusting? Hey, man, you are breaking up, buddy. Something serious. I don't know what happened to you. I'm still here. I am Brandon too. is frozen in time like Elsa and Anna. Uh, he's back now. Okay. Uh, what were you saying before you went out uh, computer animated? Well, didn't do that for me, but uh, I was saying that Peter is all vulnerable. So it kind of works with him, why he he can be controlled through the mind like that. But all right, am I good now? Yeah, you well, kind of still look. 
still a little max headroom stuff, a little jerky jerkiness. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's an old reference. If people don't get it, you just too young to even be on my phone. I'm not on a laptop. I'm on my phone, so. What's well, not uh, doing anything here? So. Belfer says Brandon looks good, sounds good. You got your fan there, Brandon. Congratulations, you turned him. Uh, Maybe but, just uh, being honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at you, Mister Conceited. Uh, but no, I'm not yeah. I'm talking uh, about the technical issue here. Right. Okay. No. No. Uh, I was gonna mention though. Also, how spot on was uh, Quentin Beck? Like they made a script to say that he's from another universe, and uh, yeah. and he he had no idea that there's literally truly a multiverse that it was a real thing within the MCU. Had no idea yeah. that that was a thing, and so and 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 uh, can think of it. I think uh, ironically, the verse there, the whatever the number he said that our Earth was is the literal number that they consider. In MCU, uh, Belfort can let me know if I'm wrong because I don't know, uh, but I, I think that's the case. Uh, I know in the com- Marvel comics, that's the I think it's the main Earth. It's Earth Prime, but yeah, man, he he was spitballing. But you know, hey, what do you think about seeing Ralphie again from uh, Christmas Story? Oh, he was in this. I don't know what he looks yeah. like as an adult. He's the dude with the bald head and. He was controlling at the computer. Oh, he was okay. the one that he was also in uh, the first Iron Man movie. Uh, first Iron Man, yeah, because they did a flashback with him and Jeff Bridges. Uh, it didn't do anything for me. I mean, I didn't know it was Ralphie either. So then again, it, it still doesn't do anything for me because I don't like a Christmas story like that. I, I see it's, it's. I was overexposed. With Christmas story as a child, and I just it doesn't have the same effect that it does others. I mean, when I say I was overexposed, I mean I I really was. It was literally the only thing we would watch on Christmas. (laughs) Is it because you only had one channel and you grew up in the ghettos? Yes, Aaron, I grew up in the ghettos. (laughs) I'm just playing with you, Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I um, yeah, Christmas story for me was like. That was like a tradition because uh, it was. <laughs> he said, "Fragile." That's like that's great, great. Uh, that's a that's a line from the movie. Uh, but yeah, that movie like, we grew up because it was like on TBS or whatever, like constantly. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, well. <laughs> uh, he, this guy is now throwing us with lines from the movie. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. I wish right. I had. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Uh, but that movie, man. Uh, but I like seeing him. I'm like, hey, Ralphie. You know, the guy ain't working much. He's like Fred Savage. He's like, you know, you're like, hey. But then that's about it. I, I, although I would mark out more if I seen Fred Savage than I would Ralphie. I mean, at least I know Fred's name. I can't tell you this kid's name. Well, Fred got canceled, so Fred won't be seen much more. Oh, what did he do wrong? Sexually harass somebody on the Wonder Year show again? <laughs> what would you say? I'm not sure if it was sexual harassment this time, but it was harassment. Yeah, I guess Fred just shot his eye out trying to sexually harass some lady. And it's, 
you it's know, the reason that know. it got canceled the first go around. He harassed someone. I else. thought. Uh, I thought the I, well, I was thinking that this uh, remake got canceled because like nobody no. watched it. No, it's still going. <laughs> He's just Is no it? longer part of it. Yeah, yeah it's, it just seems like it just seems like I watched the first episode and I was not. It didn't win me over, so I didn't come back. Um, it anyway, it really wasn't Wonder Years. I mean, it's more people say it was uh, the Chris Rock show is like that. I can't say I never seen it, but it wasn't. It wasn't Wonder Years from what I remember. So I watched a few episodes, but I, I never really could really get into it. Uh, what's your so? What was your thoughts on uh, Far From Home? I mean, I, I like the story. I just wish, you know, I don't. I wish Beck would have been a good guy. I really do. He he comes in with a blaze of thunder, man. He just, I was so into his character at the beginning, and then you kind of find out what's going on. It's like mind control, you know, making. And then there, there, you find out more with Sam Jackson's character and the girl from um, How I Met Your Mother uh, at the end. And I was just, I didn't like that at all. But the overall story, did they, I, I dug it. But did they're scrolls? Did they're scrolls? Yeah. You didn't like that they're scrolls? I, not really. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I mean, it kind of ties back into uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then the, they have the Secret Invasion that's going to be coming out. Uh, I think next year. So it's it's cool. I, I've accepted the fact that there's scrolls uh, in this universe, uh, and yeah. Although what I didn't like, oh, oh, although uh, his ability to like make people see what he thinks that they want to see or whatever, like illusions. Yeah, uh, it's so realistic, man. He got to the point where he made him think that it was. Uh, you know, that it was uh, Samuel Jackson, that it was Nick Fury yeah. asking him for information. But I knew when he said, who else do you tell? I'm like, oh, no, that's still him. That's him trying to find out, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I like that aspect to it. And, and I love the relationship between, you know, Ned and Peter and MJ. I love all that. I, I could actually watch a Spider-Man film without anything going on, like with Spider-Man. Though that that trio, I think it's perfect. Just perfect chemistry there. Well, there. So but, the uh, the the basis behind uh, the Spider-Man trilogy so far is they wanted to rec- recre- recreate or recapture the feelings that you get when you watch an old classic John Hughes film. So mm-hmm. they wanted to. Uh, make you that invested in the characters that you can just watch them like with, with breakfast with a with breakfast club nothing really really truly interesting happens in that movie it's just the characters and their interaction with one another and that makes that movie so memorable and and love and lovable same with ferris bueller i know this, not everybody likes ferris but i like ferris bueller uh, same with weird science and the other john hughes films I think he has a way of creating characters that no matter what's going on, you're there for the characters. Even in Weird Science, even though Lisa can do magic or do things, uh, Grant Wishes or whatnot, you still like the characters themselves. You like Wyatt. And, you know, you like seeing them. And so yeah. I think that uh, the director of Spider-Man, uh, I think that they did, a, they did a great job with creating characters that, like you said, if there's no action going on and they were just going to high school together, 
and getting into teen angst together, you'll still be interested to watch. Yeah, it'd be a great time. And Tom Holland even said he wants to do that at some point. And I don't think Marvel's ever going to do that, but. Read that. Jake Gyllenhaal be gaslighting Tom Holland because he wrote, I meant Tom Holland. <laughs> yes, he uh, does gaslight him. Were you, oh were you trying God. to say Toby McGuire? Yeah, yeah, he does gaslight him for sure. I thought about that as well uh, in watching that. I'm like, oh, yeah, he totally is like, uh, you know, just nudging him on. And the whole, oh, who gives, don't, if Tony Stark give you a zillion dollar pair of glasses, do not give it to some stranger you just met two days ago. Don't. That's my point that he's so trusting, though. He's a kid. Yeah. Like something's happening. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, my wife texted me. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. So <laughs> I got tell them about your uh, tell them a little bit about the plot. What's going on in this movie? Uh, I'm gonna step away for just a second. Go ahead. All right. Um. So basic. Well, we we know what's going on. I mean. You know, um, Mysterio, now you can't even see me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. But you can hear me. Oh, there I'm back. So, uh, yeah, t- Tony gives a, gives us a, these glasses, that, and they're controlled by Edith. And, um, you know, and Mysterio wants it. Obviously, we know that. Uh, but here's, here's the thing that I like, though. And it's kind of skipping forward, but I like this scene when they figure out that it's it's Mysterio behind everything. MJ figures it out. Well, she figures out that it's, you know, Peter is Spider-Man. I really like that. Um, going into that, diving into that. And, and he's trying to say, no, it's not me. It's not me. And he's, he's coming up with all the excuses why it's not. And then one of the drones kind of goes off. And they see what Mysterio's been doing. And it's like, okay, I am Spider-Man. And uh, he's like, you're not, you're not joking. I was only 67% sure that you were. Uh, but I really like that. I, I love the chemistry between MJ and, and Peter Parker. And it's, it's such a beautiful chemistry they have going. And he's back. And <laughs> I was just telling him about, uh, you know, MJ yeah. and Peter, their chemistry. Yeah, I heard everything. And the drone. And yeah. And you're back. How did everything go yeah. with life? We're good. I'm not so okay. sure. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Well, she's texting me stuff. I cannot respond to it as she's texting me. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. Did you like that scene M- as well with MJ and Peter and the drone? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the whole, I love the whole, like, where you want to tell her they love her. She's, yeah. like, she's like, and you're Spider-Man. When you about to tell me you're Spider-Man? I love how nonchalantly she was about it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're totally Spider-Man. Uh, and, and he's like, I, I'm not Spider-Man. She's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're, you're totally Spider-Man. We, you you're about to tell me that, right? I, that is who you are. Um, I like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I do think that Jake Gyllenhaal's character, though. Uh, let's see if he says something else. Nope. Uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal, I I, I, I want to say something about him. I think that he does an excellent job in this movie. As just a character, regardless if he's a villain or a, or a hero, he does a great job as just this character. 
And uh, and I love how everything's attached back to even in death, Tony Stark is still ticking people off. Even in death. He's still creating villains. Tony Tony has created, successfully created most of the MCU villains <laughs> by some way, shape, or form. You can think about it. Uh, he uh, the, the villain that he faced, uh, I think, uh, obviously, well, he also, through Stark technology, they created Captain America and the Super Serum. But yeah, I think that he created uh, the villain in the in Iron Man 2 uh, who had beef with him. Um, the Definitely villain, Iron that, yeah, yeah, Iron Man 3. Uh, there is the uh, Age of Ultron, is this Age fault? of Ultron? Yep, yep, it's his fault. Now, Thanos is not his fault. No, Thanos, Thanos was inevitable, coming. yeah, Thanos was inevitable. Uh, since you guys feel JJ Hall found home his performance, it's no, I didn't think they found home his performance. I thought he was. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal did a pretty good job. Actually, I thought he had fun with the role. Honestly, that's how I took it. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I, I gotta be honest. I have never seen Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, phone in anything. I feel he's a he's an actor that gives hundred percent, no matter what he's doing. Uh, I haven't seen all of his work, but the ones I have seen, I feel like he's he's strong in everything. I feel. He's strong in this. I feel he's one of the better parts of this movie. In all honesty, uh, you take away Peter and MJ and somewhat Ned. Um, yep. I feel Jake Gyllenhaal's next in line. It's the best part of the movie. Uh, you know, I don't care for the whole Aunt May and happy relationship, though. I, it doesn't do anything for me. It's not even realistic. And we know it's you think right. you think you think Aunt May won't go for happy? Happy I, no way she goes for happy. She, no way. Go for some She's gonna break Happy's heart, and you know it. Oh, well, she can break my heart. I like I like Aunt May. I'm partial to Marissa you Tomei. You don't want to get your heart broken, Aaron. <laughs> it's worth it. It's Marissa it is Tomei. Not. You think it's worth <laughs> it? It's not. But uh, yeah, I live. But anyway, uh, I do want to talk about something that I thought was. Like I love when he got Edith, and uh, he was like the the drone felt like he was need he needed to kill that one dude, you know Logan or whatever the guy's, the guy's name is. Uh, I want to read his next question <sighs> or comment. <laughs> I told you he didn't. Oh well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I like I, I, her. I liked her death in the next one. Uh, in the what? next film for them, in the you sense like of it? it's gonna no, it, because it's gonna help make Peter Spider Man for sure, for real, make him push yeah. him towards his destiny. Uh, so it's 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 needed. It's a necessary death in order to uh, make him who he needs to be. So that's fine. Every great hero needs a great death to push them to be their greatest form of themselves, whether it's Batman and his parents, Superman and his daddy, Peter and his uncle or his aunt, or, I don't know, I can't think of anybody, Than, uh, uh, Peter Quill and his mama's death, I don't know, who cares? So, 
How do you say who cares? Man, you, you've, you've turned against Chris Pratt like the internet has. No, no, I like Chris. I like Chris. I think that he's foolish in Endgame or uh, uh, in Infinity War. War. I haven't let him. I haven't he's let emotional. him slide. He's not full. I haven't he's let emotional. Him, I never. I haven't let him slide off of that, man. Bro, you had one job, bro. You messed it up. We get ahead. We could have all right. went ahead. Right. Former. Okay. Someone kills the love of your life. What are you gonna do? Not hit them when they try to get the glove off. Get the glove with him. Beat them after they get the glove off. You can beat them all day long and keep them in the time loop and just keep beating the man. That's fine, but you can't beat the man. Huh? I said Denzel would have hit him too. I know how much you love Denzel. Denzel yeah. would have Den- Denzel would have waited till he got the glove off, and then, like he said, now you mind. Now you mind. Screaming King Kong ain't got on me. No, no. <laughs> Hey, no, I guess you never seen American Gangster. He didn't scream. He just shot the man. He just shoots. He said, now what are you going to do? He kills Idris Elba. Oh, man. Having a little that's fun. You. Take it away. Uh, that's what I do. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fun taker. But anyway, uh, I do like that he smacks Flash. And, uh, and he, I start rolling when he slaps him. He's like, he trying to get the glasses. And he slaps him and knocks him out. I thought that was so funny. I don't know why, but I started cracking up. Um, but all in all, I don't like Flash's character, by the way. Um, yeah. I would take the glove off. Peter Quill is an idiot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was Good clarified in Endgame. He's an idiot, but he's a fun idiot. <laughs> oh, but he, he, oh. he shouldn't even be. He, he, he is, he's not invited to no Avenger party. I'll be like, I'll go to Peter Quill next time I see him and say, Iron Man dies because of you. It is your fault that Iron Man died. Well, that's not true. Oh, it is true. If he it's had not that, true. They, he, Iron Man died he, because they let Loki get the other briefcase. No, no, Iron Man died because Peter smacked Thanos. If Peter had not Peter, not Peter, yeah, Peter Quill, Peter Quill, Peter Quill smacked Thanos. If he had not smacked Thanos, him smacking Thanos led to them not getting the gauntlet off, and with by not getting the gauntlet off, Thanos ended up snapping. When he ended up snapping, they ended up having to go back in time. And then uh, Loki takes the the thing with Jig, and he booms, and he ain't got no, he got no show. And then and next thing you know, after that, Iron Man actually dies. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man dies because Peter slapped uh, Thanos. It's all connected. If this was a, if this was on a board with strings and yarn and stuff, and pictures and stuff, the conspiracy, everything points back to Peter Quill slapping Thanos. Beautiful, back me up. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm right. But anyway, you are asking a guy that trolls our podcast to back you up. <laughs> oh, he knows I'm right. He feels it. He knows I'm right. But anyway, uh, let's get back to uh, the emotionally unstable Peter Parker. Um, yes. So yeah, Peter Parker. <laughs> so. Uh, Anything else that uh, you enjoyed in this film? I mean, you know, I mean, or you wanted to discuss it? All? I um, I, I mean, oh, I guess uh, when he pretty much creates his horror film for Peter Parker, everything oh, goes dark. I, I love that scene. All that I love that. that. That was great. You know, mentally attacking him as well as physically attacking him. I mean, it was just. You know, I take it back. He was a pretty good villain. Yeah, he the thing—he's not a super villain. No, but he plays with your mind. 
He's he's good in that way. This is how I feel about that that scene there. I felt that uh, I love the horror aspect of it, uh, the like the the corpse of Iron Man and everything. I just I love the whole or the horror aspect, uh, and you feel like you're trapped in there, like Peter Parker is, like Spider Man is. You feel trapped, like it's it's very exhausting. Yeah. And then the the then when he thinks he's out, and uh, and Nick Fury saves him and everything, you you breathe a, a sigh of relief. But then you realize you still he's still in it. It's like waking up from a bad dream, but you're still in the dream. Have you ever had that? You, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, you think I've you wa- woke up, but you're still in the thing, huh? I've had a, quite a few of those dreams. Yeah, me too. I had a bad dream the other night that a witch came from my wall. It was the weirdest thing. She started off as a as a little like a puppet witch, and then like when I moved. In one part of my room, the witch was a full-grown witch, and she started coming from the walls of the house and was like standing over me. It was weird. It's the weirdest thing. This is a real. This is a real dream. I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm not saying you are. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but uh, no, I thought um, that. Uh, <laughs> I also loved uh, how how nice the was the Norwegians or whatever. The, where did he end up at Netherlands? Netherlands, uh, he's like, oh, you all are super nice here. Like they're super family and super nice. Um, but yeah, no, I love them. I, 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 well, I was gonna ask you this: What's your thoughts? Is, is this is this a good first step post in game? Do you feel like this was a good first yeah, step yeah. post in game? I thought it was good. That was a good, you know, you know, it's the aftermath of in game. I mean, it's good. It's not a, it's not like a feel good movie or anything, but it, it's a good, it's a good ending of the phase three. Uh, sadly, it wasn't start of phase four, <laughs> but you know, we do get a good Spider Man in phase four as well. But um, yeah, I, I liked it, and for what it was, I mean, you know, I felt good about it. I didn't leave the theater or last night when I was watching it in a bad mood. It was like, man, why they waste their time making that? I've I felt like, yeah, it's made me want to see whatever's next. And I have, I think it's Loki, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> yep, it's Loki. Um, I do like, uh, I did like the, so at the end, we know that uh, Peter, Peter stops, Peter stops uh, Quentin Beck. Quentin Beck dies by, by way of like his own stu- stupidity, like the drone fired and shot him. Uh, but he, uh, but his last magic trick is to fool the, the is to is to make people think that Spider Man killed him, and also to tell people who Spider Man is, and it's yeah. Peter Parker. And I loved, I remember in theaters marking out when I seen J Jonah, James Jonas Jameson, J Jonas Jameson. Uh, you know, and I was like, I remember like, oh, that's big for me. That was a big thing because. I immediately think the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yeah. stuff, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I love seeing uh, him pop up, man. And so, I loved it, man. Uh, damn, did he do good in the next one coming up? He's okay. But uh, this one was great. It was just great seeing him. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about the ending here was that they actually killed Beck. I thought he would have been 
part of the Sinister Six that they're planning. Um, maybe he still is, you know, from another universe. I don't know. I, I don't know what the plan is for the next one, but I know they're, they are planning a Sinister Six film. So, but I was disappointed that they killed him. But other than that, I really thought the ending was well, well done. Um, are you still there? <laughs> nope, he's not. <laughs> he's gone. Well, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down, dude. Now you're frozen. <laughs> you're okay now. You're you're moving. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, shoot the dog. All right. So <laughs> that's it. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Anyway, um, like you're gonna shoot a dog. <laughs> I, I love my dog. Oh, well. Anyway. What's your mark at with this movie? I'm gonna give it four out of five. <laughs> four out of five. Same here. All right. Next week we will be back and we're gonna be watching Loki. Loki's next, and we're gonna take it week by week from there. Uh, so in the meantime, and in between time, Brandon, what they need to do? All they need to, if you like the episode, is I don't want to force anyone. Uh, click like, subscribe, and share. And comment on YouTube if you can. Yeah, uh, and make suggestions. Uh, but anyway, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the Mark, we Out, are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. I thought we were saying it together. Apparently not. <laughs> it won't It won't speak well because we're in different places, Brandon. It won't sound right. It's just the way the world works. I hate we're the separate, world. separate, but, well, so, so does... So does uh, a lot of people. But anyway, uh, thank you for marking out with us. Uh, Billford, thanks for tuning in as well. And everybody else to tune in, please comment and love it and enjoy it. Next week, Loki. We're going to be watching the whole series of Loki and we'll discuss the whole thing on that Friday. And say, see ya. We thank you. This is a bad ending, but this was a great episode. Peace. <laughs>